This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, yesterday we had a big nostalgia conversation. We were talking about malls on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And I think we got an email yesterday um, about, about our conversation about malls. And the person who emailed me said, um, you know, I can't stop thinking about that mall conversation. And when I think about it, I think about, you know, like the banana rolled jeans I used to wear. Mm. And that got me thinking, like when you think about your teen years and the fashion you wore, what is the first thing you think about? Like, what fashion trend is the first thing that comes to your mind? 651-641-1071. I just think we're in, like, a nostalgia yeah. place. And sometimes, like, I and I did have that moment yesterday when we were talking about the mall. It wasn't just, it started with, I was talking about that Esprit purse mm-hmm. that everybody had. And then later off the air, Holly and I were talking about the, um, esprit bags that everybody had, the canvas bags. It just seems like there's always a trend, a fashion trend that everybody keys into, but we all think about different trends. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 651-641-1071. When you think of your childhood or your teen years, what is the fashion trend that comes to mind? Bradley, do the you only, have one? The only thing I can remember is collars being up. And oh. in fact, collars being up was turned up collars, were popped collars, whatever you want to call them, were a big thing where I was. And that would have been like the mid 80s, um, the early to mid 80s, I guess. Right. Because I remember in middle school. Um, and in fact, my seventh grade photo, I had two collars. Okay. So that was my question. I was about to ask you was, did you do the thing where you wore two like polo shirts? So that you had a two-tone popped collar experience? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, like, And it was always like maybe white and aqua yep. or something like that. Yeah. Um, lots of spiky hair on boys mm-hmm. and mall bangs on girls. Do you remember jams? No, I have no idea what's a jam. I don't. I think that there was a different name for them also, but we called them jams. They were like board shorts, like really long kind of tropical looking shorts that boys wore. Oh, sure. Jams. I wonder if that's if that was just like a local term for them, but those were huge and my brother had like an assortment of jams, spiky hair and two-tone uh polo shirts with popped collars. Yep. We got a lot of nostalgia oh, on the line. Oh, let's do it. Pew, okay, pew, who pew. we have first? All right, let's go to Steve. Hi Steve. Steve, when you think of your teenage years, what what is the fashion think, trend that comes to mind? I think of bandanas. Like I was in the uh, Van Halen era. Okay, and like, what did you do with a bandana? Like, wear it around your head? You could pretty much wrap it anywhere. No, you wrapped it around like your leg or your. Oh, that's arm. so funny. 
But just having a bandana wrapped around. And it was around. a fashion accessory. It wasn't a useful thing. What was that? I said it was a fashion accessory as opposed to, like, how my grandfather would have used it, like, to blow his nose. <laughs> right. Okay, bye, Steve. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for your call. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, like, there was a time where bandanas were used for people to yeah. literally, like, put their snot yeah, I don't in. even know. What do you actually use for it? It's just a handkerchief, right? Right. I think that that's what a bandana was. It was just, like, a big version of that. Like, I have a vision of my great uncle working on the railroad, and, like, he would always have a bandana on him, and it was to clean stuff up, like, on his face or whatever. Yeah. Not to, like, you know, look like a rocker dude. Yeah. Um. All right. Who else do we have, Halls? We have Julie. Hello, Julie. Hi, Julie. Julie, when you think Hi. of your teen years, what is the fashion trend that springs to mind? Well, this was in the 70s, and, of course, it was jeans, and where you would, from uh, the knee down, you could cut a slit in the side and then add extra material oh, to yeah. make the great big bell bottom. Yes. Oh, God. We did, but, that, we did that again in the 90s, too. Yes. Oh, but, you so know, cool. it started in the 70s along with the jeans that were squared. I mean, not the jean itself, but the pattern. It yeah. was like there were seams of square jeans, all jean uh, material. Like it looked like almost like a patchwork. Correct. Right. But it was the same color jean. Yep. It was just a grid that was throughout the whole jean. Huh. I love that. Thank you Jeans, for I call. mean, you could do a whole segment on just like the history of jeans. I mean... All the different washes of jeans, acid wash. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a whole period in the eighties mm-hmm. that we lived the, lived through. Yeah, the leg cuts. Like, I mean, I couldn't. I still can't keep up with. Are we doing? What are we doing? Boot cut, straight cut. I we're mean, not. Do, are we doing bell bottoms? We shouldn't probably be doing boot cut. Yeah, we're not doing boot cut. Mm-mm. Haven't been doing that for quite some time. Okay, who's next? We're going to Beth. Hello, Beth. Hi, Beth. Beth, when you think of the fashion in your teen years, what is the first thing you think of? Starter jackets and oh coats. Oh, my gosh. The starter jackets. I used to, oh. A, they were terrible. A boy with a starter jacket, though. Mm. Oh, yeah. You had to have one. I know. For those who don't know what a starter jacket is, can you explain it, Beth? So it would be whichever your favorite team was, and the NBA was huge uh, in my middle school years, and so it was everybody always had to wear whatever their favorite team was, and it was like everybody was wearing the Bulls in particular. The Bulls, that's so true. The I love Bulls. it. Thank you so much. And they were huge, like, and I don't mean like they were big, like everybody had them. I mean like they were big in like size. Puffy. Yeah, like you would wear a big starter jacket. Oh my gosh, how asinine and then you would have the one that would pull over and then they'd have the zips on the side to make it even bigger oh my gosh i don't don't completely forgot about that i did not have these starter jackets you speak of Uh, who's next holly sue hello sue sue Sue, when you think of your young and your teenage years what was the fashion trend the fashion trend was back in the 50s with crinolines stacked under your skirts Starched and hanging from the lot above the laundry tub, oh my so you gosh. didn't drip all over the floor. That was a big trend. If you didn't have crinolines, you were just nobody. And did you wear like more than one at a time to make it poofier under there? Yes, yeah, sometimes too. Oh gosh, I love it. Thank you so and much. And so you'd sit down, and your whole skirt would flare up. <laughs> I'm sure you'd have to be careful about that. Thank you, Sue. I, um, I will tell you that when I was young, I was I was devastated that we that crinolines weren't in. <laughs> That you didn't get to wear them. Yeah, oh. because like ha- the idea of having like a poofy spinny skirt. A mini skirts were big though, right? Um, 
in the 80s and by many like i don't mean were. like super many i'm talking jean, about for like young girls yeah jean jean skirts and yeah. mini skirts yeah jerts what did we, yes. did you call them jerks no we actually just called them jean skirts mm-hmm. but jean skirts yeah and mini skirts i had forgotten about mini skirts were a total thing and they were like and you could buy multiples were do you remember multiples at all like is that where the color like the it's like a matching set? yeah so you would get like a set of like different pieces of multiples right so so there was a thing that that you could use it was i think it was just a tube of like stretchy fabric and it could oh. be a headband or oh. it could be a scarf or it could be like a bandeau top or it could be a mini skirt like or it like had a thong multiple uses it did it, see hence multiples. multiples but then you would like mix and match it with all these other pieces and i you know that was a tr- i liked that trend because you know why everything felt like pajamas and i really feel like we could have th- that would be the perfect thing to come back today in yeah, 2020. That would be total. Oh yeah, I'm right? looking at pictures. Multiples. And then there was the off brand which is the one that my family shopped which was called Units <laughs> which was exactly the same but it was Oh yeah, look a at different... that. I'm looking at pictures of Units. Oh, see, multiples and Units. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, we are in phase 2 of the Rob Kardashian makeover. Oh god. Or as Bradley calls it, the Rob Habilitation Program. We'll tell you what's going on with Rob Kardashian when we come back on My Talk 1071. Well, we've reached another phase of the Rob Habilitation Program on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Uh, and, and where are we with Rob now? Well, this Adam? is Rob 2.0, or as I like to call it, Rob 2.0. <laughs> The Rob habilitation is well underway, and by that we mean Rob is being allowed out in the open by momager Chris Jenner. All aspects of his social-facing career are controlled by his mom, a.k.a. Chris Jenner. Uh, and we know this because we've started to see this, like, drumbeat, this slow-but-sure drumbeat of Rob Kardashian stories re-entering the tabloidosphere, and those things don't just happen willy-nilly or by accident Mm -hmm. right it's a planned effort and whether the ultimate purpose is to bring him on to keeping up with the kardashians again or to create some sort of spin-off experience or maybe he's going to try to be the latest kardashian billionaire we don't ultimately know but what we do know is they want us to be talking about rob evidence number 462a exclusive over on hollywoodlife.com exclusive and we can talk about what that means in a moment headline rob kardashian looking for quote meaningful romance after dramatic weight loss okay there's a lot to unpack here yeah where would you like to begin well the first thing i'd like to begin with is um it, you the dramatic weight loss part is that's part of the headline but one of the first lines of this article is Rob is rocking a new body. Yes. And I'm like, well, now Rob, he's just actually rocking the same body. It's just a different size now. But is it? And we've been through this. But is it? This is the thing. So here's the thing. I don't care what your body looks like until you start asking me to care about what your body looks like. Right. And if you're going to put your body out there to be talked about, 
And we've seen a number of these stories pushed by um, Jenner Inc. Mm -hmm. that Rob Kardashian has undergone this tremendous weight loss. Now, because we've known for years that Rob feels horrible about himself because that's why he went away, Mm -hmm. right? Actually, the reason he went away was because he uh, porn shamed Black China. Yep. Or what do we call that? Uh, porn shaming. Porn, revenge porn. Revenge porn. porn. Yeah. He porn revenged her. And then he got all of his social media taken away. Yeah. And so, then his mother was like, we're going to hide you for a while until you can ch- turn it around. <laughs> until you can give us a reason to mm-hmm. make money again. Mm-hmm. And um, so that started initially with Chris Jenner setting up an alternative Instagram account for Rob that Rob doesn't actually control because he can't because he was taken off of Instagram. So she created like this pseudo account that's managed by Kris Jenner Industries or whatever. So that happened. And then there was this whole like push around the new year that he was seen celebrating the new year with his family rocking a new body. And when we showed up and were asked to have an opinion about it, it was like, well, actually, I don't notice a huge change in the pictures we've seen of Rob. Like, maybe, sure, he's had some weight loss, but it wasn't... like When you say dramatic weight loss in tabloids, you expect it to be like Adele, don't you? Right. Like, they're promising you something. And then you show up and you go, well, okay. And I think that's relevant, because then you have to ask yourself, well, if it's not real, if this... If he, if he was, as we buy this narrative, sitting alone at home feeling horrible about himself because he was overweight and didn't want to be in the public eye... And now he's had this radical transformation, so he wants to be in public again. You would expect him to look noticeably different. And frankly, I don't think he does look radically different such that it would warrant headlines like it has. You know, here's the other thing that all of this sparks in me is that like Rob Kardashian is now taking on the mantle that Khloe Kardashian can no longer carry. Right? You mean like the before and after kind of thing? Yeah. Like the... You know, before she was just this chunky, ashamed person. Yeah. And like, that's what the the picture they're painting of Rob. Well, and now then they're she's gonna do skinny the whole... and amazing. Yeah. And, and like, she's got all of her stuff together. So she's, you know. Because if you're skinny, you have your stuff together. Right. And now Rob is in this in-between phase and they're like, Rob is still working. Poor Rob. But now he's finally, he likes himself enough to let other people love him too. And so... This story is all about like Rob's ready to come to to like ready for love again. Like, yeah, because he's you lost can't enough, love because you also if you're fat. You can you can't be loved if you're overweight. Yeah, because if you're overweight, that means you don't love yourself, and if you can't love yourself, I mean, all of these tired, tired stereotypes and narratives. These are like Kardashian are being tropes trotted out, mm-hmm. and frankly, they're just like circa 1990s People magazine tropes. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not. This is nothing revolutionary by any stretch. It's just lazy Chris Jenner trying to get Rob some, you know, because what else is she going to do to get him out there? Well, the other piece of it is, you know, what does anybody ask Rob what Rob wants? I mean, is anybody going to think, Rob Kardashian and it doesn't matter if she's paying his bills? Rob doesn't care. The the quote in this article says, and again, it's an exclusive in Hollywood life, which means it came from Chris Jenner. So Chris Jenner is pumping tabloids and Hollywood life is one of those tabloids that will willingly take your celebrity uh, memos mm-hmm. um, or what's the word? PR statements. Yep. Pu- yeah, I have no words. Press release. Thank mm-hmm. you. And then just republish them. Yeah. Um, the, the quote is, Rob is hoping his recent weight loss and being in such good spirits will be a good thing for his dating life. 
He wants to turn something into a meaningful relationship with someone soon. Okay, can you please dissect that statement as a person who speaks uh, fluent English? Um, well, I'm struggling right now because I, all I can think about right now is the blind item we heard about Rob the other day. And about he, how he was paying for love. Oh. Mm. Do we have that available? Yeah. yeah. This was from Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to fill in the blank for you. Rob Kardashian, who is a recluse, was told he couldn't just keep hiring Instagram models for sex. And needed to actually go out and meet someone in real life. So, mm. you know, very simply, I feel like that's what's going on right now. Is mom has decided... It's time to stop paying for it. Yeah. Go get it. You and the go only way he get can it get it free. in this narrative is because he's lost weight. He can he can love again. It's so sad. It's just lazy. so sad and lazy. lazy. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots. After this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Where are we going first? France. Oh, France. We're going to France, where we are going to meet a baker who is very enterprising. Okay. And is coming up with a new... Um, batch of bread called Goldilocks bread. Because it's just right. Oh, no. It is it is about the wrongest thing you can even imagine. Oh, does it have poop in it? No, but you're close. What? Let's just call it a recipe. Raisins. Um, wait a minute. Raisin. Recipe? Recipe. It has mm. pea bread? Mm. Yep. An enterprising French baker is currently switching up her bread recipe by using wheat fertilized with urine harvested from public restrooms. Wee wee. No, oh, no, no, no. Um, yep. She calls herself an eco-feminist. Her name is Louise Regua. Um, and oh, she, it's not pee pee in the bread. No, but it's she's. But I mean, I'm fer- not saying yeah. it's better, but I. It's certainly not as bad as I thought. Right. Yes. I'm saying it's still bad. It's still nasty. But it was... It was but it's not in the bread. Yeah, yes. I thought she was just peeing in the bread. <laughs> Which... It's crazy stupid idiots. It is. Uh, and, you know, but I feel like she's just one... She's one step away from You're that. still eating pee. I do appreciate that um, the New York Post said stream of wheat. <laughs> I know. It's pretty well done. In any case, um, she is... She does have a goal with her Goldilocks bread, and that goal is to, quote, break taboos over excrement. Um, There are taboos over excrement for a reason. Yeah. It's not good for you. So here's what she does, though. She, like, goes from bathroom to bathroom, 
public restrooms. Mm-hmm. And if she finds one, and by the way, no, you mm-hmm. ladies who do not flush are nasty. That's nasty. She collects the unflushed. Okay, this is just that's nasty. Yep. That's all. I need to think about how she makes how her is this legal? Chuck along. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Holly. Who? <sighs> um, she no says it is a neglected liquid. It's usually no, dismissed as a there's waste. There's a reason. But it should be treated like a gold mine. <laughs> how is she not being arrested? I feel like that's endangering the food supply. I know, this is a good question. Um, no word, at least in this article, as to w- the legalities of what she's doing. Those French are weird. Uh, yes. So, by the way, <sighs> should you see something called Goldilocks bread on the menu? Nope. No, thank you. No. Nope. Or if you see, like, no, brown you know. bear bread. Yeah, yeah, just be careful with any kind of um, preserves. Jam. Oliver Holly, Holly. Do you know Oliver? what I just did? You oh just my god. You me like your child. I oh certainly did. I totally Oliver. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> it would be more well, like you this. deserve it. Thanks, Mom. Because I don't even want to begin to know where your brain was when you said <laughs> preserves. Oh okay, moving on. <sighs> Okay, this is going to be far less disturbing. Thank Thank God. Um, We need to go to Oklahoma, where the wind goes sweeping across the plane. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Sorry. I I need to tell you. (laughs) I need to tell you about a 56-year-old woman by the name of Marlana Arbaugh. Now, Marlana Arbaugh is facing a misdemeanor simple assault charge in connection with something that happened at a strip mall in Oklahoma City yesterday. Would you like to know what it is? Well, yeah. She is a crazy, stupid COVIDiot, which means... She did something that you're not supposed to be doing during COVID times. Yeah, so it's like totally COVID-related, and it's not... This is something we've heard many, many times before. Now, her name is Marlana, but other people might call her Karen. Oh, she complained about some... Well, let's say that, um, again, you'll remember Mm. that she faces a misdemeanor simple assault charge Mm -hmm. in connection with something that happened at a strip mall in Oklahoma City. Did somebody ask her to put a mask on? It absolutely involves a mask. So she goes to Skechers Mm -hmm. without a mask. What was that? I mean, Skechers, sketchy. Well, she was sketchy for Mm -hmm. sure. Upon entering the Skechers without a face mask. Now, there was a sign on the front door that said, clearly, anyone shopping inside is required to wear a face mask because coronavirus. Mm -hmm. That's when a 34-year-old employee by the name of Christy said, "Um, yeah, you're going to need to wear a mask. And Miss Arbaugh decided to ignore her, then selected a couple boxes of shoes with the intent of purchasing them and approached the sales counter. Again, she was told that she needed to wear a mask if she wanted to complete her purchase. She did not like that. Mm. They suggested that she could buy a mask at a nearby Lowe's store, and that's when she decided to get mad and threw the shoes at the employee. Oh, my gosh. So she literally threw the thing that she was trying to buy at the employee, striking her about the head, neck, and chestal area. The woman had minor injuries, and uh, thank God she was later identified by a worker, and after she hit the employee and drove away, she was arrested. 
Bye. So I saw one of these. Okay, first of all, my children are very. This is like a whole genre of um, videos on like YouTube, people. like Karens, yeah, uh, freak freaking out. And I'm and my apologies to women named Karen. I'm sorry. Your name is being usurped by people who like to complain Mm -hmm. and I don't like it for you, but it is the reality we live in right now. So my kids get really into watching this genre of video and this one, did I talk about this one on the air that I, this, they showed me this one of a woman in a grocery store with a full. Oh, tantrum. And she, she was throwing everything throwing out of the cart. everything out yeah. of the cart. Yeah, like she like was a, a nine year old child. Not even a nine year old child would do on that. Earth is wrong with people. Oh, there's a lot wrong. Apparently, in this moment, we've discovered all sorts of wrong with people. It is unreal. I don't. What I don't understand is that you had you. It's the nexus of that moment that ticks the person off. Meaning, you didn't get upset with the reality. To the point where you were actually in the store. Like, you know that when you're walking into mm-hmm. the store, it says you have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. How are you getting upset once you're in the store that somebody called Asked you out you on that? you to do that. Right. Like, you can, be, you can be not happy about it and choose to not go to the store. Yes. And shop online like everybody else if they don't want to go into a store. Right. I. It was... And then, and then, to me, the act of smashing perfectly good food on the floor Mm -hmm. that is a level of privilege that is beyond my comprehension that you could without even any hesitation start unloading the groceries that you Mm -hmm. had put in your cart to purchase onto the floor with force leaving not only a mess for somebody else to clean up But also, like, girl, you didn't pay. She didn't pay for those. Mm-mm. And somebody else could have eaten those. Yeah. And they're, oh, I just, I can't even. And just like the. I just saw one the, um, in in a break where a woman was freaking out because um, she was at a dentist's office. It's like, wh- what? She was like, you can't make me. And the woman's like, actually, yeah, we can. She's like, there's no law. And they're like, yeah, actually, there is. And you're not a doctor. And they're like, yep, yes, we actually I am. are. So. And and the woman just had like the it's like how did you even leave the house not knowing this was going to be oh, an issue? And here's the best, and this is the biggest thing. And I say this to people of the world, just an FYI: if you're the Karen in that situation, you're the one that looks bad. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they think that, they're Karen being all is not noble. A it's not a compliment. You look like an idiot. Um, let me quickly give you this crazy, stupid idiot. We are going to Hamilton County, Tennessee for this story where we are going to meet a county lawyer who was representing a DUI suspect in the year 2017. Now, the reason why we are just hearing about this in this way is because uh, this particular lawyer has been disbarred. Oh. uh, As of Monday. Okay. Why, you ask? Why, I ask. Because on that day, back in 2017, when he was showing up to court to represent the DUI suspect, he was late, and he was acting erratic, Oh, and he smelled like alcohol. 
Oh, he was showing up to defend somebody in a court of law over a DUI, and he might have actually D to the U to the I yeah. himself. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And he was definitely D. All right. And or I. No, he wasn't maybe D, but he definitely was UI. He was under the influence. Yeah, so he was drunk. He was drunk. He showed up to do a Mm -hmm. DUI defense drunk. Drunk. That was helpful, I'm sure. There you go. The client, Mm -hmm. only not. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, each and every day at 2.45, we play a little game. That game is called The Throwback Live. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Important holiday PSA. Do not sleep on Old Navy's Jingle Jammies. From iconic plaids to candy cane stripes to merry elves, Old Navy has every festive pajama print for the fam at prices that would make even Santa jealous. Want to match everyone in Buffalo checks, even your dog? Go for it. Sorry, not sorry. But these PJs sell out fast. So pop by an Old Navy store or visit OldNavy.com.